you might bear a bit of a resemblance to Phil Wang. I do not know this person, oh, but that yes. might be true. <laughs> <laughs> you do, yeah. Okay, excellent. Phil Wang. He's also from Uzbekistan, just like you. Ah, oh, excellent. <laughs> uh, I'm from Kazakhstan. Hello. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was confused. <laughs> Laura, you chose our, our film this time round. Yes. Can you remind us again? Because you changed about four or five times. <laughs> it was Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> Who watched Zorro? <laughs> well, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I see my last one. It was Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> which is the one that I did watch. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I actually watched that one. Mm. Not just that's good. Making yeah. it up for the walls. <laughs> and what made you about. what made you choose that one? Well, a few weeks ago, um, I was with my sister, and she said, "Let's watch a film." And I said, "Yes." And she said, "We are watching Uncut Gems." And I said, "I don't want to watch that," but she put it on anyway. Yeah. So I was very angry because I don't <laughs> like being made to watch films, but I have no interest in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was even angrier by the gory scene at the beginning. Yeah. Remember, guy mm-hmm. with a broken leg mm-hmm. was disgusting. So oh, I was like, yes. against the film from the start. Hmm. Hated every minute of it while watching it, and then thought about it for weeks afterwards, thinking, "What was that film?" <laughs> and I rewatched it again, and now I think I love it. <laughs> oh, interesting! Okay. So, what you hated it? Yeah, or I didn't and hate it, but I was—I just didn't like it. And then suggested we all watch it as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 cool. Just making sure. <laughs> and then only after that did you decide you liked it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I just like that to be noted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever's taking minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you thought it was interesting anyway. I did think it was yeah. interesting. I thought it would be a decent choice. Hmm. Better than bring it on, hashtag worldwide, Smackdown, whatever. Electric <laughs> <Which> Trigger. Is... <laughs> the other choice, apart from Sorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm... I think it was. And once upon a time. We can always <laughs> save that for next time. Yeah. What do you think? I found it very stressful. Mm. It was quite stressful. I was. I was pretty anxious for about <laughs> two hours and ten minutes. Yeah. Then at the end, it was... The credits weren't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> even then, it was stressful. Yeah. Was that, that dance music. Speed. <laughs> that? Yeah, so two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Pure stress. Mm. Fernando? It, I agree. It was just so stressful all the time. <laughs> Michael? Michael? Uh, yeah, it was very stressful, very sort of... It, there was a sheer amount of anxiety that did not need to be in there and I hated it. <laughs> yep. Did you all hate it? I hated it. Yeah. Yep. I thought there was very... <laughs> yeah, I didn't think there was much going for it. Um, and I thought what they were trying to do to make it dramatic was quite artificial um, and a little, a little weak. Yep. I did not hate it. Uh, I just thought it was stressful. I don't mind yeah. if you hated uh, it because I hated it the first time I watched it. Mm, okay, well, I guess I did not hate it, but I did think, is this how being in drugs? Sim- is this similar to an experience? Is this somehow similar to being in drugs? And is this how people feel since stressed all the time? Uh, Making terrible decisions. Uh huh, yes. So many bad decisions. <laughs> just constantly. You know, like, you just need to get one of these decisions right, mm. and it'll be fine. Yeah, so many get-outs, didn't yeah. yeah. Every time. Well, I think you, if other people hadn't kept getting in the way, you know, all of his decisions would have been all right. 
I don't know. He was taking so many risks, though. <laughs> yeah, he like did let's just risks. assume this all goes right. <laughs> Fingers crossed, the Celtics win. Hmm. Yeah. And he was not using his own money. I think it would mm. have been perhaps mm. easier mm. had he used his own money. Nobody would have been in the way. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like... forgive the other characters for getting in the way. <laughs> oh, I was so cross with him for not like telling his son off as well. His son was gambling. Mm. Like, oh, I've got 25 bucks on this. And it's like, oh, you know this is a terrible <laughs> idea. Don't get him involved as well. Yeah. <sighs> he was like, that's my boy. <laughs> Guess what? I've got an even bigger bet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Was anyone confused? I think I got the story, most mm. mostly. I was confused as to why he was making these decisions. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know, maybe there's something in that. Maybe pe- people who get into organised crime in the way that he does get some kind of thrill out of it and they're, they're always looking for the next big thing that they can make money off and they you have to take risks in order to to get into that kind of world so maybe that's the type of person he was but no no it was weird not not the usual Adam Sandler character no I could I I easily forgot that it was him yeah so did I Uh, has he played other roles like that not like that but like more serious Mm. yeah because I've pretty much hated every film I've seen (laughs) Including Claire's like favourite film ever. What's your what one do you like? I really like Anger Management. Oh. I know I know I'm not supposed to, but I <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good film. What else have you both got written down? Um, I've got that Howard looked like a chemist called Dean Tost. Oh right, great. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, I always thought it was Tosty. Yeah, it probably is, but everyone calls him Dean Toast. Uh, I've got, oh my God, stop shouting. Yeah. Uh, once it's just one person talking, you realise they're talking nonsense. <laughs> it's like when there's four people talking, you don't notice that they're just saying the same four words over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people just yelling rhubarb, rhubarb. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then when that guy, had, like his worker, had got his shirt torn and come into the office, so he had like three sentences. It was like listening to a David Miller band interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and other than that, I was just trying to keep track of characters. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin Garnett actually a basketballer? Yeah, he's this, he's never acted before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, that really is him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he, a load of the actors who were in it just got pulled off the streets and asked to be in a film. No way. Like the debt collector guy. The main one. Never acted before. Just spotted walking to a train. Asked him if he wanted oh, to be in the film. Oh, he was quite good as well. He was good. <laughs> was he a real dead collector? Oh, maybe. <laughs> was the guy that shoots him at the end? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he was... I thought he was the guy from Hellboy or something. No. I thought he was a, a well-established actor. Oh, okay. He was good. Mm. Yeah. Is this, this how Adam Sandler keeps getting parts? <laughs> gets pulled off the street by eccentric filmmakers <laughs> who don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, so the, the shouting was really getting on my nerves and a, a lot of these... Oh, uh, yeah, it was says so here, The jarring. whole film is just people shouting... Every time someone asks someone to sit down and talk, the other person refuses and starts yelling at them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 
Now, I, see, I hated that the first time, and now I'm like, that's great. Right, okay. <laughs> what a decision. It, it was just... I think my problem was that it was it was like an artificial way of of turning up the... Angst. The, yeah, this is exciting mm. meter in the way that I've talked about before. I'm sure in these meetings with, like, you'll have either a baby crying or a woman wailing... And it's like it's just these these precise things that like this is an intrusive noise because our brains are designed to feel feel emotions when we hear this, and just people yelling at each other with slightly dramatic music is another one of these. Um, and you got to back it up with something decent, like there's actual danger here, not just somebody making bad decisions. Well, he was definitely in danger. Got shot in the face. Yeah, ultimately. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was always a risk. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a relief when he got shot. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. That's all that over. What a get. Imagine locking them in there. Yeah. Like, and then when he let them out, not to the outside. No. Like, if you're going to let them out, don't let them into the room that you're in. You've just well, kept them locked up for two hours. He was it? even saying, like, you see, you should have just believed me as if this makes everything yeah. fine. Um, oh. All I needed to do was persuade them, which is why I was actually quite pleased when he got shot. <laughs> I don't think I was supposed to be, but I just thought this is the first time that like something's made this. Yeah, <laughs> of course they were going to shoot him. Like who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah, it made, uh, made sense. Why did Arnold get shot? Like what? The I think that guy was just at the end of his role with Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'd gone a bit. Past the edge, which I can also believe. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> what was the most stressful moment for you? I think it was when he wanted them to get into the place, but the the lock, the door was oh, yeah. jammed. <laughs> oh, just and they're all shouting all the time. Oh, knocking on the door. To, they oh. keep banging on the door and saying, "Let us in!" It's like. You just need to say, I'm sorry, it's jammed. This will just take a second. <laughs> but no, all of them yelling all the time, trying <laughs> 10 different things. It was just, just awful. I hated it. Um, <laughs> maybe because that was the bit with the least actual danger. It was just everything should be working out. That like, This is another another way that you can just get clean. Everything will be fine. But no, then the door jams and they have to spend five minutes filing locks and stuff with everyone yelling. Oh, I didn't like that very much. Mm. <laughs> I felt when he pawned the ring, the Celtic ring, I found that very stressful. It was so stressful. Oh. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, oh, just because it's a bad decision. Yeah, terrible decision. Yeah. That's high risk. Didn't yeah. like that. That's just... Absolutely. Just yeah. Is it somehow high risk if you know that you have a deadline and then... Well, I suppose I didn't think about it. I thought at the time, like, anyone can... The way I didn't understand pawning, I thought anyone could now buy the ring. Hmm. Although I still find it stressful because he just... He bet the money, so he might have lost it and not been able to get the yes. ring So it's still mm. stressful. Yeah. So... Yeah, like, oh, he just needed... To... Oh. <laughs> he needed that ring to get the yeah. rock back. <laughs> the rock was the money. <laughs> Mm. Lovely rock, though. Looked pretty cool. Mm. It was all right. Yeah. I like that rock. 
Yeah, I'm sure it looked less and less cool as the film went on, which yeah, I think might have been deliberate. More rock, less gem as time went yeah. on, wasn't it? It was looking more just plain and plasticky. I wonder if that was if mm. it was supposed to, maybe. I thought at one point it had maybe been swapped out. Mm. I Someone thought that given too, a fake yes. One, yeah. uh-huh. That would have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the worst film I've ever seen, though. I, a lot of the characters were quite watchable. Um, including Adam Sandler, he was he was interesting. He had an interesting face and voice. He, said inter- he did yeah, weird things with his voice. voice. Yeah, I'm in an incredible mood. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite bit of the whole film. <laughs> when was that? Uh, it's right after he thinks he's won big bet. Yeah, and he's talking okay. to his girlfriend on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> she did all right, didn't she? Yeah, she, she, she just well. keeps the money, I suppose. Did she? Because. Mm. <laughs> The whole mob was after her, <laughs> and she was presum- yeah. She thought she was going to go and see him tonight. I thought oh, she was yeah. in the taxi on her way to she go to his is. place. Yes, yeah. but then the film just ended. Well, I don't know if those guys would keep going after her. Well, maybe they would. I suppose they know that well, she want loads of money. A couple of million pounds yeah, to get back, true. don't they? Well, yeah. well, they at least want their. What did he owe them? Hundred grand, seventy-five thousand dollars. He only owed that to Arno, though. Uh. Yeah. Oh, and Arno was shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all fine then. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just don't care. But then they were robbing the whole store. Yeah, I imagine so they did know about the money. Though, I think got... they would rob her. Yeah, but she seems quite savvy. Maybe she'd be able to sense. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she'd come up with something. But that, that might have been an interesting mm. conclusion to the film. <laughs> but no, they just sort of. Left I suppose she she'd go to the apartment, and then he wouldn't show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, the apartment. Yeah, I figured she was going back to the the shop but yeah maybe she'd just go to the apartment hmm mm. I think I would first go to the bank and put that money in the bank maybe. that's what I would do you just go to a bank and say you're two million pounds but him I can't I mean, please how else is it would you, would you... <laughs> yeah. what, what you could do that you? oh I suppose it's legal though isn't it yeah, yeah she'd money. just won it from a casino yeah but I think I wouldn't have got the whole lot in cash from the casino. I think I'd have had the casino put it into my account, which is presumably what casinos will do for you. I'd imagine so. Yeah. Don't know. Mm. I've never <clears throat> had to worry about it. So. <laughs> then she would have to explain where she got the 90 grand from in the first place. That was all legit, though. That was from the sale of from the auction. Oh, that was from the sale of the blood diamond, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, guess so. Mm. It's all technically legal. Yeah. No, you're right. Mm. Now it comes to it. <laughs> oh, maybe she'll have a good life. <laughs> maybe she'll have a good life with that guy who invited her up the to pilot. the pros. An unexpectedly good egg. <laughs> good bloke. Yeah. I was sure it was going to be Howard's father-in-law dressed up. <laughs> I just somehow steal his money back or something. <laughs> But yeah, I just brought the money straight to her. Mm. Good guy. Charmer. <laughs> so you should always trust older gentlemen when they invite you to the. That's what I normally do, yes. <laughs> Did you say he was a pilot? Did he not fly her there? In, In the, the helicopter. helicopter? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, didn't piece that together. Oh, he must be legit then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no one who flies a helicopter could be. <laughs> True. Except in a Bond film. Epstein. Mm-hmm. Epstein, yeah, he probably had a helicopter or two. I suppose that was a private plane. Anyway, yeah. 
She's never acted before either. Really? Yeah. Right. Also pretty good. Oh, wait, maybe she has. It's her first feature. Okay. That was still yeah. worth doing. She was one of the more believable ones, maybe. I kept kind of confusing her with one of the other characters. They were like the two girls that worked in the shop. Mm. And I kept forgetting that he was having an affair with one of them. And, yeah, I had to pick it up again from context a few times. People all the same. Yeah. No, it was all right. Mm. What else have I got here? Right from the very start, we had a bit of a a statement of intent from the filmmakers where it was about 200 people all yelling incomprehensibly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and right from that, I mean, that's the first thing I put, Ethiopia people, Ethiopia, people all yelling incomprehensibly. I thought we were going to come back to Ethiopia. I thought this was going to be like the story of that. Opening. Yeah, I thought that as and well. And we were going to see where it came from or something, but it was kind of nothing to do with that. Mm. But we, someone had fallen down and cut their leg. Broken their leg. And broken their very, leg. Very broken. And like 300 people <laughs> were just yelling about it and running all over the place. Like, what was this? I think they were complaining about work conditions, weren't they? They okay. were all saying, like, this is your fault. You've Because it was like, they looked like, like maybe Chinese investors or something. Yeah. Um, and then it looked like native Ethiopians were getting angry with them. Yeah. Presumably because they're badly exploited and working in really dangerous conditions. Yeah. Oh, and this guy breaking his leg was the the turning point just where like, they decided enough is enough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I okay. kind of wondered if it was set up so that those like two guys could go in and steal the rock oh. while that was going on. Oh. oh, those two guys were stealing the rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, mm. that might make sense. That would make sense. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, all the, whatever it was that Howie paid probably wasn't <laughs> worth being crippled. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, if you get, what is a hundred thousand dollars if it was just a broken leg that could heal? Did you, the bone was sticking out of the leg. Oh, I didn't see that. It was horrible. Yeah. Oh, I just saw like a load of blood. Oh, oh no, the I bone thought, was oh, sticking man, out. Oh man, he's like cut himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was sticking. Right, I that, must have missed it, that. It was bleeding because the bone had come through the skin. Oh man, oh that's pretty horrible. Even if it does heal, it probably will hurt for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're talking several surgeries to fix something like that. Yeah, okay. Hundred thousand. Let's hope they have good though. healthcare infrastructure in Ethiopia for minors. Yeah. I probably do. <laughs> it's the sort of thing that Yeah, probably fine. prevalent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was waiting the whole time. I thought maybe like, oh the second half of the film is a parallel story of what what <laughs> happened with this opal and how they got it, how they all got there. And the story of this guy hurting his leg and But no, it just never Never came back, which was unfortunate. Um, everything <laughs> felt like a bad dream, you know, where you where you're like, either you need to go to the bathroom or whatever, but like, you just need to get to the toilet, but it's locked and the key's over there in a safe, <laughs> and I can see the key, 
But in order to get into the safe, I have to ask the woman, and she's just gone on a lunch break, and she's upstairs somewhere, so I have to go up there, and there's just this endless chain of things going slightly wrong. Do you have these dreams? Yeah. Yeah. The whole film just felt like one of those. Just there's always something else that's gone wrong and you're just <laughs> kicking yourself the whole time because why didn't you just do this? Like a point and clacked puzzle adventure. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Oh this could have been yeah the most painful nineties <laughs> point and click adventure. <laughs> I think the music probably helped that. Oh, they just played that little synth over everything that was happening with no oh. no break. I found that really stressful. Just, yeah, that, yeah, it was just no relief. No, it's just always mute. It's always synth. Oh, I said that yeah. to my sister. I was like, "When is this mute?" Because it was still the intro. It still felt like the introduction. Yeah. We were like five minutes in, and I was like, "The music hasn't stopped." <laughs> when is the music going to stop? <laughs> and I love synth. Mm, <laughs> That's my favorite kind of soundtrack. Is like <laughs> my favorite film track of all time now. But oh. Hated it in the film. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow. So, so there's a few different pieces of this film that worked well on their own, but all together. It just... <laughs> it's a mess. Mm. So what you you've watched this again and you yeah. liked it. Yes. Can you can you I, tell I us imagine... the other side of this? Well, when you're watching it again and all the stress is gone because you know exactly what's going to happen. Hmm. That that's a bit of a relief. And you can just watch. I don't know. It all unfold again. Just enjoy the music if you want. And yeah. Just, uh, just enjoy Adam Sandler's performance, mm. which is what I did the second time. Where I thought, you know what, he's it's actually very good. Mm. I think he's a good actor. Mm. Like what he's done with the character. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> yeah, he's <you're> very <laughs> annoying. Uh. Hmm. I just can't believe you chose to watch it again. Like <laughs> it's so close to the bottom of my list of films to rewatch. Because uh, yeah. I meant to I meant to check what my heart monitor was like, mm. watching that film. We must have been like doing a workout or something. Gambling addiction, I guess is Can that what it's like? God. That's your life. You just everyone's talking all the time. You're always worried about everything. Oh so stressful. For people who were uh, so intimately engaged with the sort of seedy underworld of New York. They weren't too worried about getting mugged in the street, were they? There were a lot of people walking, walking around with around. loads of really yeah. expensive stuff, yeah. like Wads just holding it, yeah. Uh, mm. That was stressing me out of bed as well, but that it turns out they didn't want us to be worried about that. <laughs> they wanted us to be worried about, like, yeah, this other the stuff. Death. I did think that a few times. Like, is there just like, the, is there a, a confidence thing? Like, when two people encounter each other, like, I would just be scared of everyone in New York. Mm. Yeah. But you, these guys would, like, talk to strangers, like, yeah. like they were dirt and, like, I don't know, I forget his name. Yeah. Was it Damani? Oh, yeah. His assistant, like, not assistant, but colleague. Yeah. Um, yeah, when someone was, like, at the car telling him to, like, fuck off and get away from his car. It's like... But what if that's like Al Capone you're shouting at and you're just going to get your head blown off? Like, (laughs) you just say it with enough confidence and suddenly you're the boss. Like, how does that work? How do you know who to shout at and who, like, how does that hierarchy just happen? Well, it seems like he just yells at everyone and occasionally it's the wrong person and he gets the shit beaten out of him. Yeah. Surely you'd just be polite to people and then, then you can. 
just all get along and be nice. And that's the thing is, like, I feel like that might be a bit more what happens in the real world. Like, I, I don't think people, there's no percentage in it to deliberately just be rude to everyone. Mm. Gangsters don't want to upset everyone around them. Like, you'd want to just fly under the radar like people in The Irishman did. Mm. Mm. Everyone was basically all right to everyone unless there was some reason they wanted to intimidate them. Um, but no. <laughs> How he would just <laughs> yell at everyone. Uh. Do you think he had any redeeming features? Yeah. I think he had a sense of love. A very confused sense of love, but I think he basically did actually love his children and mm. his wife and the the girl he was sleeping with. Mm-hmm. In a very screwed up way that <laughs> he wasn't treating any of them particularly well, but yeah, I think there was something in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a funny voice. That's a redeeming picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got nothing. <laughs> That's all my opinions. <laughs> it's yeah. a love hate relationship. Perhaps also that he was more or less, right? I mean, his plans somehow succeeded. It probably would have been a little worse if he got money, uh, maybe bet that money and lost that money and then got some more money and then kept losing money in the bets. Uh, what I'm trying to say is maybe he was, maybe he did some statistics and he was relying on his statistics and mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. Something in that? Uh-huh. Um... That was something that annoyed me a little bit as well. He um, he was placing these really long bets on mm. basketball on the basis that he just had a feeling <laughs> and he just knew that, not only just knew that this guy was going to perform really well because he'd given him an opal, but he just knew that the first turnover was going to be to the mm. Celtics and that the first three shots were going to be by him or something like it. It was just this crazy stuff no one could ever know and he got really lucky both times. <laughs> and I've I feel like that happens too much in films <laughs> and the real world of gambling is just if you make these long odds you get mm. like if it's a thousand to one bet you're probably going to win it like one in twelve hundred times yeah. and the rest, rest of the time you just lose everything mm-hmm. um, I didn't mind that though because he never got any reward from it it's <laughs> <laughs> true yeah but I, <laughs> I can forgive them for taking that yeah. <laughs> leap into fantasy just I because so. <laughs> He didn't do well out of it. One time the bet got cancelled, the other one he got shot. <laughs> yeah, I, it it seemed like a like an affront to maths was the problem. <laughs> like the, this just couldn't happen. No, we get to it. Um, <laughs> it was like if he'd flipped a coin ten times and come up heads every time you'd watch it and say, "Well, that that just wouldn't happen." This is a stupid film, um, and I think that the I kind of stuff they were placing bets happen. on that must happen pretty easily, right? Must happen one time in every thousand, yeah. What, flipping a coin over ten times? Yeah. Well, I know what we're doing after this. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'll bet you all my life savings. <laughs> that <Done>. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think a thousand pounds would be a fair bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a fair bet would be I give you a pound if it doesn't and I give you a thousand pounds if it's the, or whatever mm. Mm. what else do I have 
Uh, the orange hoodie under the black lights. Mm. That's a pretty cool cinematic yep. experience. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, the way just this one guy with his orange hoodie is, like, such a striking... The one person you can see in the whole club because it's glowing under the black lights. Do you remember mm. that? Yeah. Damani's jumper. Damani's jumper. Mm. When is it again? Um, it's when they it, they've just had the play, uh-huh. um, and he's got back, and now he's going into the city to pick up the opal, uh-huh. and so he meets Demani, and he gets into the club, and the guy on stage is saying, "We're not fucking playing till you put the fucking black oh, lights on." Oh, the weekend, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Why is it called black light? Is it because the the purest form of it? Doesn't it is completely invisible to the naked eye, so it looks like it's still black, but it's a, an ultraviolet light, and therefore it lights mm. un, unexpected things up. Mm. Have you have you ever been been under a black light? I'm not sure. I think I've been. They they yeah, look sort of purple normally, like a dark purple, purple. color. Um, but anything that you're wearing that's white, like your your t-shirt, there probably this little bit would. Lights up like hell. Then and I think I have white... been on rare occasions under black lights. Yes, used to have them at the union. Usually, people's teeth show up. Yeah, really. Oh, well. whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just to do with the absorbance. Mm. If anything, so the light's too high a frequency to see. So if it just bounces off of something, you won't see anything. Isn't that dangerous for your eyes? No, because it's just beyond the visible range. Mm. It's not quite. Like, it's not the dangerous end of UV. Um, but if the thing it hits absorbs some of the energy when it reflects, it's like lower frequency, so you can see it. So the effect is everything looks really dark because it's invisible light, but certain things glow in a really interesting way, including gin and tonic, which is quite, quite yeah. a good look. Yeah, yeah, oh. a gin and tonic there, showing you a place with black lights. <laughs> Something it's to do with the quinine. It is indeed. Yeah, mm. makes it glow. <laughs> Quinine absorbs UV light. Get some black lights in here. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> could could we draw a comparison between this film and The Irishman? Compare and contrast. I feel like there's two films we watched in a row that are mm. that have a lot of features mm. similar. One, is, one of them is three hours long and the other one is two hours <laughs> Yeah. There's and more people in it. one of them was it. too long. <laughs> <laughs> I pegged it, but both of them were too long. <laughs> what were you saying? There's... Mob people in it. Is that what you're getting at? The mobs in it? Yeah. Yeah, it's all about like organised crime. Yeah. And the main character, his daughter hates him, and oh, yeah, in the that's end, a good his one. son hates him. Mm. But again, like, him? yeah, when when they've come down from the from the flat upstairs, he's oh, like, "Who's the hot girl cheap. in your apartment?" Yeah. And he says, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> um, so many excuses you could have come up with. That's but the cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's somebody I know who I rented the flat to while I wasn't using it. Like, mm. There's never been oh, a girl in my apartment. Yeah, the guy lie. was lying. Like All of mm. these are better than... 
What are you uh, forget about? about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen to that cokehead. That's not quite saying no. Uh, mm. I don't know. Um, but whereas the Irishman, the pissed off daughter, played it really well and it was quite understated, and you really felt for her in this, they just sort of both swore at him, and <laughs> that was the. I quite like the daughter like talking on her iPhone. Um, mm. You could see how disconnected she was from him and how she just didn't care anymore, um, which she seemed to have got from her mum. Mm. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, they shared that look, didn't they, mm. when he was trying mm. to engage with her. Mm-hmm. Just a, oh, here he goes again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was sad. Mm. I think this this film was like if was like if the Irishman had been based entirely on the guy that gets shot at the end of The Irishman, the one who's gone mad. <laughs> like, if it was just about him, and instead of having one guy near him, which was Frank, who oh. is a bit more balanced, mm. he just didn't have that, and he was just him yelling at everyone for two hours. That's the comparison I'd make. Oh, because he, he had a legit career as well, in some sense. He was a union guy, wasn't he? yeah. This is my union. <laughs> yeah. He was good. Mm. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting to have watched yeah. those two in a row. They were mm. Kind of related films, but... Yeah, so, so different. Mm. I think Martin Scorsese had, was an executive producer on this one, was right? He? Yeah. I think so, who directed The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it did feel a bit Scorsese-ish at points. Some of the, I think, <laughs> loads of New York people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that, the lighting, for example, mm. stuff like that. He, he does yeah. do very striking scenes, and okay. just there'll be something really significant like that. I bet that's his influence. Okay, interesting. Mm. I don't really know what an executive producer does in a film. Very little. I think. He produces executively. <laughs> yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I could do that. You think very little. Yeah, I think that's the point, is that they don't actually do anything, but they just get to see that. I don't know, though. I don't know either. You think it's like a ceremonial position? I don't know. Okay. That's interesting. But quite often, like, in TV series and stuff, like, as it goes on... Yeah, you just give the people you want to please credits for being producers. But I imagine they do things, like an editor, maybe. Maybe. No, then that would be the editor, wouldn't it? Uh, I don't know. I see what you did there. (laughs) Uh, is it usually someone quite senior, someone established? Yeah. Like they're a sort of advisor that can help out if you have any questions? I don't know. Sometimes one of the actors, like I think Hugh Laurie was executive producer on a lot of mm. house episodes. So Patrick Stewart is an executive producer on the new Star Trek series with him as the main right. character. And I'm thinking these are all, and Martin's got mm. these are all people who've been around for a long time. Maybe it's a someone with a bit of wisdom who can a bit of experience who can help you out if you maybe an executive producer is also part of the group of people that had the idea of making the movie oh maybe oh, that's a thought yeah mm. hmm. when you say executive that tends to be like you make the overall decision isn't it like you mm. have the final say or whatever um, they contribute to the budget. Depends on the project. Oh, some get involved in the filmmaking process. They might finance it. Okay. Or work on set. 
Cool. So that is undefined, <laughs> undefined. by definition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fair enough. That makes it less embarrassing that we didn't know. Yeah. yeah. As an official <laughs> film club. Yeah. So what does the director do? <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes wonder what the director does, because... I've never actually read a film script. Have any of you read a film script? Yes, I once read the parts of the Caribbean film script. Really? Yes. Okay. With a friend. And this was the script that was written and given to the director? I don't know. It was the script. Okay. It was just the script of a film. Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm imagine just thinking it was like... given to the I don't know if it was like the first version of the script. Mm, okay. It's downloadable from the internet, so mm. I imagine maybe it wasn't. Mm. Oh, yes, I see what you mean. I'm I don't like know. Di- okay. Yeah. Because the director will decide what scenes to cut or mm. what mm. scenes to do a bit differently. That's I sometimes true. wonder. That's true. But, I mean, maybe it's. Hmm. Maybe it does work like that. Maybe they get stage him... directions and things. But then I guess it yeah. might have just been someone watching the film and writing a script. Yeah, I guess it might be like a transcription of the mm. film rather than the original script. Um, but that sort of interests me. I wonder if some films are almost done to the letter and the director is just sort of implementing what it says in the script and maybe other films, they almost throw the script out of the window and use fragments of it, but basically do it themselves. I, I just never quite know. I don't know. Like, if you think about someone with a really distinctive film, like, you know, Wes, Wes Anderson mm-hmm. film. Hmm. Like, that's ever like, that I assume is his... That wouldn't happen without him. It would be a completely different... Hmm all the camera angles and shots and yeah. they're, like they're responsible for everything aren't they like, yeah of course have final says on location yeah how it's acted I remember reading an interview with Daisy Ridley from Star Wars saying that, right. that J.J. Abrams was it J.J. Abrams kept telling her that she was really wooden and making her do it again oh okay <laughs> I thought she really wouldn't <laughs> in the finished product <laughs> so I wonder <laughs> I would have loved the original <laughs> yeah hmm. fair enough I don't know. Stop. I know what Siobhan did as a director because as a theatre director. Yeah. yeah. But it is different once you've got cameras and things to worry about. Mm. But they say that it can make a huge difference. Like, um, like a a lot of the really powerful scenes where people like credit the actors Mm. um, film from a different angle. They just look ridiculous. And it is just knowing when to have a close-up and when to have mm. a distant shot and stuff like that really does tell the story and yeah, okay. capture that moment. But then I wonder how much of that is written in the script, because as you say, they'll have some stage directions, but maybe it's just like, you know, enter Jack Sparrow, or maybe it's mm. then we have a close-up of some so-and-so's face. So, yeah. No, I don't think that goes into a script, okay. from what I remember Which from makes my sense. film studies bit. Okay. Bit. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it depends on the script writer, I suppose. Yeah. But from what I remember, they don't put that much. They might put little things in to guide a character's movements, but it wouldn't I be see. about camera shot, camera shots or anything like okay. that. Okay. So, like, maybe stuff just to make it clear. Mm-hmm. Prompts for the actor sometimes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I was watching Much Ado About Nothing, the Kenneth Branagh version. So Kenneth Branagh was the director, mm-hmm. but of course it's based on a Shakespeare play. <laughs> and at the end it had, it said screenwriter, screenplay by so-and-so, and it was someone who was not William Shakespeare. <laughs> so I thought, like, that must be the easiest job in the world. Does that just mean they, like, copied it out and maybe, like, what did they even add mm-hmm. to that to make it a film script? 
is there is there some difference? But yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just cut it down and decide we'll have these bits in, but then the director does that anyway, so I don't know. Seemed like a pretty uh, pretty cushy job. <laughs> Those are all my thoughts on Uncut James. And yep. if we end now, we might catch a bit of the rugby. Oh, that's true. Oh, I just thought, I have one question. Oh, yeah. So who, who were the Uncut James? What were the Uncut James? Oh... Because we decided we were talking about who the Irishman was last time. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Is the uncut gem? Is that a person? Is that the literal yeah. gem? I think it was the gem itself. So on. Why on is it plural level, then? Why was it what? plural? Is, is it was, one rock with a load of gems? Uh-huh. Isn't it? Was it multiple gems? I oh, no, they so. said it was all joined up, gem. didn't they? Yeah. 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 Although in the uh, beginning, when they broke it out, they broke a bit off. Mm. So that would be two gems. But then it would be cut. Then it would be cut. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> so that wasn't an uncut gem. So what? So the uncut gems must have been the people in. They were just no, but probably by cutting the gem, they actually mean giving it like a uh, unnatural shape, right? Yeah. 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 Still. <laughs> Maybe the uncut uncut gems were the friends we made along. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it definitely wasn't any of the heroes in the film, was it? I was, I was no, really looking for someone right. to power through and be, oh, that's the gem. There we go, but they were all dicks. <laughs> was, the, was the girl he was having an affair with an uncut gem? Like the name of the rose. What? Remember that film, The Name of the Rose? Yeah. yeah. There was a woman in that. I don't really remember the woman in that. Oh, the, the girl from the village. Yeah. Yeah. And... Adso describes her as a rose in the end. Uh, Although I don't think you're meant to take it as that because it's supposed to not be that easy. Yeah, I that I'm very tired. I yeah, was on oh, duty last worry, night. Don't worry. I've woken up I'll, a million times. I'll finish this soon. <laughs> but yeah, I think she she seemed to be quite a canny operator yeah. who was the only one making a few reasonable decisions and it was pretty much her misguided love for this awful man that was holding her back. And I think by the end... Yeah, we we got a, a glimpse into her maybe living up to her potential. And did she make any decisions that weren't just doing what she was told? She went to that guy's room, oh as, yeah, for safety, mm-hmm. which well, was literally doing what she was told. But yeah, it was <laughs> that was a hell of a gamble. Yeah, that's true. Um, mm. She must have had some instinct that that was less dangerous. Yeah, I reckon she, the way she was acting with him. It seems as if she was able to judge that this guy's harmless, just a bit of a... He was the uncut gem. Yeah. He's a bit rough around the edges, but bless him, he's a nice chap. The whole film was about him. Yeah, I reckon the two of them are the uncut gems. That's them. Brilliant. Nailed it. Done. Play the music. That's a wrap. (laughs) Once a wrap. (laughs) Magnificent. Rashomon. Rashomon. Is it Japanese? Yeah. Rashomon. 1950. Oh my god. Sounds great. Right, we don't need to bother with all this crap. <laughs> That's the first it's time. It's Rashomon. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we've dispensed with a hat.